Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Hello and welcome into the Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. I'm Melissa Hyag and joining me on the line today is Dr. Menka Gupta, founder of Nutra Nourish. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thank you, Melissa. Now, um, Dr. Menka, should I call you that? Yes, please. Okay. What is, uh, first of all, I think to, to allow um, our listeners to have a better idea of what your specialization is, tell us a bit more about Nutra Nourish. Sure, uh, Melissa. So I work as a medical doctor. Uh, 10 years ago working in the field of gynecology but I realized that maybe the way we deal with chronic health diseases needs working on the root cause of disease looking at nutrition lifestyle gut microbiome micronutrient deficiencies genetics so we started Nutrarish around seven years ago um, with the concept of uh, serving people of Singapore and Asia uh, with functional medicine and nutrition medicine work. Mm, what does functional medicine mean? Uh, so functional medicine is root cause medicine. So we see patients with um, allergies, diabetes, autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, anxiety, migraine. And rather than giving them medication to suppress symptoms, we find out what's causing the health issue in the first place. Okay, okay, okay. That's- that actually, for me, it resonates with my understanding of uh, traditional Chinese medicine, which also looks into root cause rather than just to address symptoms, which some have, you know, criticized uh, Western medicine of doing, right? Which is just addressing symptoms and not root causes. Yes. Uh, so a lot of these, um, you know, Ayurvedic, TCM, homeopathic mm. medicines, what's going on for long year, many, many thousands of years mm. are based on the, this concept. But we go very structured in terms of very science-based, really looking into your gut microbiome, looking at mm. your gut bacteria, looking at the levels of coenzyme Q10, glutathione into your body, um, and uh, looking at your genetics. So it, everything which we recommend is science-based. There's research done on it and we have papers mm-hmm. before the recommendation is made. So I think the way it differs, it's actually very personalized, mm-hmm. scientific um, way of dealing with health issues. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to adjust our, our lenses here now and really, really, really zoom in on sure. um, post-COVID symptoms, right? Why do some people suffer from post-COVID symptoms and why do some people not? Yeah, so post-COVID, um, it's not surprising that some fraction of individuals have post-COVID symptoms. As we already know that viral infections may cause long-lasting symptoms. Uh, there are a lot of causes being proposed for long COVID. They are uh, they're talking about in research papers regarding inflammation in the body, autoimmunity, altered gut microbiome, organ injury, which is caused as a result of infection, prior latent virus re- reactivating. So let's say somebody had Ebola virus um, few years back and that was lying latent in their body, it gets it gets reactivated um, when the immune system gets disrupted due to COVID infection. There's also a cause which we are saying that the, there is persistent SARS-CoV-2 virus in the body and which leads to ongoing symptoms. And obviously we know about the microclots which may form in blood vessels, impair circulation mm. and cause tissue damage. Right. So variety, variety of causes there. Which, right, uh, right. But, but we have seen also long COVID affect people of different sort of level of healthiness, let's just say. Yes, right? yes, so it doesn't yes. it seems almost as if like, you know, even when you are 
you know, by all accounts, by most accounts anyway, a very healthy person mm-hmm. with no yes. you know, history of anything. Uh, you get yes. COVID, but you still suffer from long COVID, whereas, you know, you, you may have friends or relatives who were perhaps mm-hmm. in slightly <laughs> lesser state than you in terms of healthiness, yes. um, you know, yes. being symptom-free yes. after. How, how did that happen? Yes. Yeah, so we are seeing that long COVID can be seen right from patients who've been um, in hospitalized for the illness or people who are actually very well and just isolated themselves. So uh, even like up to 30% of people are healthy people who just self-isolated themselves getting long COVID symptoms. So um, what the reason is that a lot of times there is inflammation which lingers on. It could be that we are making antibodies in our system. We are um, having gut bacteria which have altered during, you know, intake of antibiotics or having the infection. Or we got some form of organ damage, um, Mm. organ injury, or maybe the virus is still persistent. Right. So depending from person to person, uh, you know, um, people can get long COVID. But there is certain risk factors which have been established for long COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, There it is you know, overweight people, mainly women, type 2 diabetes is one big one. Um, People who have less diverse gut microbiome, Mm. people who had high viral load in the first instance, and women. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, so there are a few risk factors which are being identified for long COVID that these kind of patients might get more long COVID symptoms. When I look at some of the common symptoms for long COVID, some of them could actually be you know, regular things that you're going through, right? Uh, you know, yes. whether or not you've had COVID. So how can I tell if my symptoms uh, were COVID-related? Yeah, so generally the definition which is recognized by WHO is that uh, the symptoms usually come after, you know, you've been diagnosed with COVID. But as we know that a lot of people don't get the PCR test, have a flu, and maybe they've had COVID. So having a positive test is not necessary. But if you've had uh, COVID and your symptoms continue even after 12 weeks of having COVID. And they could be generalized symptoms uh, like tiredness or, you know, a lot of them get their symptoms start getting worse after physical or mental effort. Um, and, you know, then there are some very specific symptoms related to respiratory or neurological symptoms. So any of these, if it lingers on after 12 weeks, then it comes into the category of long COVID. Yeah, but doctor, I get tired, you know, after any sort of physical or mental exertion on a normal <laughs> basis anyway, before COVID. So I've had COVID. Um, I think okay. it was sometime in March, right? So right. how would I know yeah. if the tiredness I feel, you know, is still COVID related or it's just, I don't know, me not being generally uh, very fit? Yeah. So, I mean, if the tired has come after COVID, then it is possibly COVID related, even, you know, it's about three months approximately since the time you've had. Um, also, like a lot of people probably had tiredness and then have COVID. And uh, if that's the situation, the symptoms was much before um, COVID, it was already there, then maybe it's not COVID-related. Okay. Okay. So I think it's important, actually, at this point, to spend some time uh, to talk about what to do if you think you have long COVID or perhaps you are now currently COVID-positive and you want to make sure that you, you know, have a better recovery of experience, right? Uh, You know, what can we do? Absolutely. So I think the best thing would be to first go and see your family physician who knows you very well um, and they will help 
investigate and establish the cause of your symptoms and where required give you appropriate treatment. But what's happening, sometimes people with post-COVID conditions may develop or continue to have symptoms that are very hard to explain and manage. And clinical evaluations and results of routine blood tests, chest x-ray, electrocardiograms, all of them are normal. So then these symptoms, which are very poorly understood um, um, and uh, managing them, like as you yourself said, chronic fatigue or people getting palpitations um, or people getting anxiety or a lot of people are getting diarrhea. A lot of these Mm. symptoms, when we cannot explain it through, um, you know, normal lab testing, uh, then maybe it's uh, time to have a look at, you know, how do we heal our body and how do we heal those imbalances and bring them back to balance, which is causing long COVID itself. So at Neutronourish, if uh, you are suffering from long COVID symptoms, we make personalized functional medicine protocols, which are based on dietary lifestyle, gut microbiome, micronutrient deficiencies, um, and we let the body heal uh, in terms of uh, the, the approach that we are using is all interconnected body systems and uses evidence-based diagnostic and therapeutic medic methods to support a healthy immune response and recovery. So we help to correct immune dysfunction, reduce inflammation, restore gut microbiome, restore hormonal imbalance, support metabolic pathways um, through a variety of approaches which we take care Mm. I hear gut health come up quite a bit uh, in what you've shared with us. So should we all sort of start, you know, taking more yogurt, having more kimchi or more fermented (laughs) food? Will that, how how much will that go uh, towards, you know, uh, ensuring that we have a, a better COVID recovery experience. Absolutely. So, so gut and your immune system are intricately linked, and an imbalance in one undeniably leads to dysfunction in the other. So, restoring the health of your gut microbiome is crucial to bringing your immune system back into balance, which encompasses, as you said, you know, probiotic-rich foods, prebiotic-rich foods, fibers. Um, and, you know, we can also look at, because if you're having specific gut-related symptoms where people are actually having diarrhea, bloating, those kind of symptoms post-COVID, then we can also look, look into your gut microbiome and see if there is any harmful bacteria or if there's not enough good bacteria or any yeast overgrowth or parasite. And based on that, we can make a personalized functional protocol, mm-hmm. which involves the right kind of probiotics, prebiotics, and even butyl rate, which have been very well researched to balance the immune system while working through the gut health. Sorry, you mentioned butyrates. What are those? Yeah. So butyrates are short-chain fatty acids. So when uh, we eat any food with fiber, you know, our vegetables, the oats, um, our good bacteria actually, which lies in our intestine, we've got trillions of good bacteria in there. And when we eat these fibrous foods, they also eat on these fibrous food and as a byproduct produce short chain fatty acids. One of them is butyrate. And these are actually colonic fuel. We need this fuel for a good colonic lining for a good gut health. 
And a lot of times we do not have enough good bacteria or a lot of times we do not have enough fiber in our diet. Mm. So sometimes we do not produce enough of this butyrate and mm. lacking butyrate sometimes mm. could mean a poor gut health, not great gut epithelial lining and poor immune system right. related to it. Right. So, so from what you're saying, we can increase the population or you know, yes. uh, the, the performance right, of the butyrates in our body by having more uh, fibre, more vegetables and, and perhaps fruit, right, as well. But yes, does, and, it, yeah, yes. does it matter how the fibre foods are prepared? Because, you know, I'm thinking vegetable tempura, I'm thinking potato chips. <laughs> you know, these are vegetable technically, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I mean, obviously we need to make, make sure the foods which we're having carry the highest nutritional values with the fibres in it. So, uh, right from, you know, broccolis and berries and beans and avocados and whole grains, have, you know, having it in the right way, like, you know, steam um, baked, um, grilled, those kind of ways rather than frying will give us the right nutrient value for it. Okay. I love, I love how diplomatic you are being. You know? <laughs> like, you know, you aim for them to have the highest nutritional value and, and how they're prepared um, makes a huge difference, huge difference, right? I think when you deep fry, yeah. I reckon all the nutritional values are gone. just dead, right? Okay. Are dead. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would think that this advice is, is really, really timely because I'm sure a lot of people are rather tired of medication, of vaccination and boosters and all that, but they still have to go through it, right? So I think that there's a question also, why do I have to go for vaccination? Why do, because, you know, I still test positive for the virus. Why? Why bother with vaccination then? Right. So COVID-19 vaccines are effective at preventing infection, serious illness and even death. So, however, since vaccines are not 100% effective at preventing infection, some people who are fully vaccinated will still test positive. So it's more like a, a risk benefit thing, you know, that you have so much benefit with it. And but there is even it's not 100% effective. So there is a small chance that we can still test positive even after vaccination. Right. Okay. Um, and maybe one last quick question, I, I think also again, for people who are looking at a more holistic way to heal their bodies, right? Uh, looking at how to yeah functional medication to heal their bodies. Um, how mm-hmm. can we find Nutranourish? So uh, you can find our, all details on www.nutranourish.com. Uh, so and you have a practice in Singapore? In Singapore. Um, and I also practice uh, in India in a hospital there uh, in Delhi. Um, so mainly I work through Singapore. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Menka Gupta, for spending time with us uh, and sharing your knowledge and experience. Thank you so much, Melissa. We've been speaking with Dr. Menka Gupta, founder of Neutra Nourish. I'm Melissa here for the Workday Afternoon, and you are with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.